Hey guys, welcome back to the Professional Millennials Podcast. She's Tori. And he's Derek. Today, as always, we are going to jump in and start with our update. Then we'll move on to the topic of the day, which is going to be meal prep. After that, we'll talk about our dog of the week, our turn up or throw up, the Professional Millennials Game Show. We got a great deal of the week that's on topic. And finally, we'll finish with On the Bright Side to give you a nice uplifting story to end the episode. If you're ready, I think we are. Let's dive in. One of the positives coming off COVID that we realized is movies are now being released directly to streaming services, and so we took advantage of that. I don't know if you've ever been in a situation where you're at the movie theater trying to enjoy yourself and somebody in the theater ruins it. Well, that happened to our buddy Nate, so we wanted to make it up to him. We had HBO Go, so we streamed Kong vs. Godzilla with him. Had a good time just hanging out on a Sunday with some takeout. And nice chill way to go back into the week. And a surprisingly good movie. Definitely recommend that. It's not going to be one of those film of the year kind of movies, but it definitely had a twist about three quarters of the way through that none of us saw coming. Oh, 100%. And just to have that like theater vibe movie in your living room was so awesome. Yeah. You think about so many of us now have pretty big size TVs in our homes and we also invested in a Yamaha sound bar that has a built-in subwoofer and damn when they were fighting that subwoofer was kicking. We're also taking some time to hang out with my parents this weekend. We're gonna check out a house that's been in the family for a few years over on a lake to see if it's something that they want to take as a project to do a a flip or a renovation on, which is actually something that they did to the house that we're currently living in. They did an excellent job. So we have tons of faith in them that my parents could execute this. It's just more of a, do they want another project right now or not? <laughs> yeah, it's one of the nice things about them both being retired is they have some free time on their hands so they can pick and choose what projects they want to take on. And I think it's awesome when you can keep something like that in the family because you mentioned to me that you have some awesome memories as a kid, going out there is your first time fishing, so that's pretty cool. And I know that I had some really, really good memories at my aunt and uncle's lake house in Pennsylvania. Same thing, hanging out with my uncle, fishing, just lazy days, good, clean family memories. Yeah, and our pup Daisy is such a water doge that like I would love to have somewhere I know I can bring her, have her release some energy, and just enjoy herself. Swimming is such great exercise. You know, we've seen it with the golden ratio dogs that especially as they get older, it's easier on their joints. It just feels so good for them to be lightened up in that water, just paddling around, playing fetch or whatever they want to do. And Daisy is in store for her first Texas summer. It's going to be hotter than hell. And <laughs> I think that she's going to need a little cool down. Definitely. Speaking of cool downs, we actually had like, what, four days straight of rain? It was wild, but much needed. I will say that our little plant babies are absolutely thriving. I know. Speaking of wild, they are massive. Our cucumber is trying to overrun every single plant. We've caught its little vines trying to use the tomato to grow or the pepper plant to hold itself up. So we have to keep pushing it out of the way, but they're all looking great. So hopefully by uh, this time next month, we're eating a few fresh organic veggies from our own backyard. We will definitely update you guys as soon as we eat something we've grown. Check the gram. I've already posted some pictures on my Instagram, but I'm sure we'll post some of our harvest on the Professional Millennials podcast Instagram page as well. Thanks for listening to our update. Let's jump into our topic. I'm so pumped for it. All right, everybody. This is something I am passionate about. 
The topic we're going to discuss today is meal prep, a way to get your life in order and save yourself time. I really think that meal prep elevates my life. It's something that we've been doing for a couple of years now, mm-hmm. pretty pretty uh, religiously, and I think we've got a lot of benefits from it and no real negative. So let's dive right in. I think one of my favorite parts about the meal prep that you mentioned, we've been doing it for years, but we haven't done it the same way every single time. There's a lot of different ways you can adapt it for your life or your week or whatever your schedule happens to be that day. You can change it up. Yes, and since we've been you know, doing trial and error with this for a few years, we've really evolved our meal prep game, and we're just going to bring you guys the, the high level here. So you guys could maybe incorporate some of this or just you know anything that could help you guys out in this um, area of your life. So something I noticed since we started meal prepping is that we actually eat healthier. You know, your body is telling you what it needs. You crave certain foods. So if you just take like 10 minutes, maybe maximum 20, right, on the weekend, look at Pinterest, you know, just check out a few different recipes. And if you can plan out what you want to eat for the week, maybe budget in a cheat meal. Or if you know you want to eat out, like take out from one place, like set that for Friday. Just make sure you incorporate that into your meal prep so you're being realistic with yourself. If you already know that you're feeling like you want to have a naughty cheat meal or you want to eat out, just allow yourself to do that. And then maybe balance out the rest of your meal prep with some healthier meals so you're really getting everything that you need to keep yourself satisfied. But you want to be realistic with yourself and make sure that you stick with the meal prep that you actually plan out we knew going into this week we had to try this fried chicken place i had a patient come in who was raving about it saying it was head and shoulders above the chick-fil-a chicken sandwich head and shoulders above the popeye's chicken sandwich i mean he couldn't say enough about it and it just so happens that the same week tori got her nails done one of the workers there bought it it's in the same parking lot and brought it in and everyone in the place could smell it, and they were all immediately craving this chicken. So we said, hey, we know we aren't going to want to cook on a Friday night. Let's make sure that's just our cheat day. That's going to be our fun day. We'll cook everything else, and we'll go out that night. And man, was it worth it. That (laughs) was some good hot chicken. (laughs) If you like hot chicken or just fried chicken in general and you're in Austin, Tumble 22 has something for everybody. They got the half chicken, quarter chicken, sandwiches, tenders, whatever you want on a chicken breaded they got it it was so crispy and delish and they have like six different spice levels so literally anyone could find something to eat there so enough drooling over hot chicken (laughs) let's let's move (laughs) on like we were saying that preparation just a few minutes here and there pays off it can be tenfold it can pay off a hundredfold darren hardy the author of the compound effect says that preparation literally can pay off with 100 fold of the amount of time that you spend later on. And you will have that time saved throughout the week when you're eating these meals. 100%. Think about it. You're not going to go to the store and lollygag around. Like when you plan out what you're eating, you know exactly what to buy and what not to buy. You're just going to buy the things that are going in the recipes that you're eating. And then you're also saving time after work when you could be like, oh, what am I going to have for dinner? Let's open the fridge. Let's look in the pantry. You know, all of that time just gets eliminated because you've already planned out what you're going to eat. You already have all the ingredients from when you made your shopping list. And now you can just dive in and get dinner ready, get 
that taken care of and go into other things you want to spend your time with after work. You know, we work so much. You got to make the most of your time. Mm-hmm. And I think you had a great point about that as well. If you do plan out that grocery list in advance, you can also know, hey, I have four meals that are using chicken or I have three that are using ground beef. So you can save money by going to a big box store like, oh, I don't know, Costco. Costco plug for that last episode go back and listen to the costco episode if you haven't but you can save money by buying a few ingredients in bulk maybe buy a big bag of salad you can add other meats and other toppings into and then for the things you're going to have one time say you want to have fish for dinner one night just that one time okay get that at the regular grocery store and you're going to really maximize your dollar make it stretch you'll see those meal costs i think we've looked into it before we've made some meal preps that cost less than three or four dollars per meal you can get it really, really low if you plan it out ahead of time. 100%. Like, we are definitely on to something here. And, like, also, you're not going to be wasting any food because you're just buying what you need. Mm-hmm. It just is better for you, better for the environment, better for the grocery stores. Like, everybody's winning here. We've become a lot more conscious of that because there is food waste disposal service here in Austin. So we have a separate container. We'll put some of our... You know, food waste will scrape off the scraps and everything from our plates into it. So you can use it as compost like some people do. We aren't doing that. But I've definitely noticed, hey, I feel a little bit worse. I'm scraping more food into that container. So it's better to meal prep and use what you need and not be wasteful. And another part of the meal prep is that, you know, you can plan out your meals, make that for dinner and make sure that you're just making enough that you can save that for lunch the next day. Make sure it's something that reheats well then you're really doubling down on your savings because you're not spending time meal prepping something on the weekend to eat for lunch. You're just making it part of your dinner on Monday night that you can eat for lunch later on in the week. It's just like think smarter, not harder. Like Mm -hmm. help yourself out and set yourself up for success. I think things that we do a lot, especially in the cold months, we'll make chili maybe every week or every other week. We'll make a nice big pot of chili. If you make it big enough, you'll have maybe a bowl or two each that first weekend that you make it and then you can have it again Tuesday or Thursday if it's going to be a rainy day it's nice to have that we've also made some big batches of soup in our La Crusette pots and other Dutch ovens so it's nice just to make one nice big meal especially like I said you can plan it ahead with the weather because I know when it rains I usually crave a nice little soup and sandwich combo And the smart thing about those dishes you mentioned, the soup and the chili, is they're both dishes that get more flavorful as time goes on. So they're just like marinating in the fridge in a good way, you know, like just tastier and tastier. So you're really elevating Mm -hmm. your experience each time you eat it. It's definitely a great way to go. And another thing that we like to do is bolognese. We'll make that pretty regularly, just a nice hearty meat sauce. And that's really nice just to make and have a big container of it and if you want to make some pasta fresh you can or if you want to go with the easy route make that full box of pasta the first night and then just prep it with the pasta in the sauce in those containers in single serve portions 100 percent. now with that we have another little hack for you because we don't all love to eat the right amount of vegetables it's not the tastiest thing on the dish most times and so we actually love to use those two dishes the chili and the bolognese to work in a lot more veggies. In our bolognese sauce, I'll usually work in things like carrots, Mm -hmm. celery, zucchini, or if you don't wanna mix them into the sauce itself, you can use something like a spaghetti squash to put the sauce over it 
and I was not a believer until I tried it because spaghetti squash can be delicious if you make a good sauce. Oh my gosh, it's so good. Like, you 100% do not miss the pasta, but, you know, you don't want to burn yourself out or anything. Like, maybe make it one week with pasta. Mm -hmm. Make it a few weeks later with the spaghetti squash. You know, keep things fresh and new for yourself and always try new variations Mm -hmm. and uh, just try to improve things. Like, you can take a recipe from Pinterest and elevate it or switch things to make it more suitable for you. Yeah, there's definitely times where you go to reach into the fridge and you're not overly excited about what you're grabbing. And if that's the case, that's just a cue that, hey, it is time to mix things up. So try to change that recipe up or rotate that recipe out for a while. Wait until you really crave it. Try some other recipes and then work it back in. So we usually like to change up our menu pretty regularly. I almost went back to back with one this week, but Tori's like, no, let's pump the brakes. We'll wait a little bit. We'll get to that in a, in a while. So it's nice to have maybe two weeks or three weeks even worth of meals. So maybe even just 15 different recipes that you can rotate through to keep it fresh. And like I said, when those cravings hit, boom, put them on the menu. But something I definitely want to headline here is take the time for, like if you're living with somebody or you want to do this with a roommate or a partner of yours, sit down together and come up with this because you guys could both be craving different things. And if you guys both don't have something you're excited about in the meal prep, it's going to be a lot harder for you guys to stick with it. So just take that time together to get this set. So you guys will really be set up for success when the week hits and you know, you're in the middle of your work week Mm -hmm. and life is crazy and everybody's just happy and on board. Yeah. And speaking of, you know, life being crazy because it happens to all of us at some point or another, there are some meal prep foods and dishes that are better with less prep. So things like salads, we'll love to do that. Maybe if we're grilling out that night, we'll add a few more chicken thighs on there or maybe a we'll get you know a cheaper cut of steak like a flank steak or a skirt steak. And then you can slice that up throughout the week and just toss it on a salad. How easy is that? Just to grab some lettuce, toss some meat on it, maybe have some nuts or something like we like putting pecans on it or walnuts, whatever you prefer. That can be an awesome meal. It's going to fuel you because you need to make sure you're getting enough protein because that'll sit in your stomach and actually keep you fueled and feeling full longer throughout the day. But it is also important to get some carbs in there so you have that energy, that immediate little bit of sugar hit to your bloodstream so you don't feel too sluggish after the meal. So that combination is really important when you are making these meals. And it's healthy and delicious. Mm -hmm. Like you're finding the perfect combinations there. Like we said, just about 10 minutes or so of thought on that can really go a long way. One thing that I really don't like doing is thinking in the morning. I don't like doing too much before I've showered and gotten ready for the day. So we also have a bit of a a breakfast meal hack. Again, we talked about having the protein and the carbs and everything in the morning as well. So what I do is usually just a parfait with Greek yogurt and Mm -hmm. my bowl of Greek yogurt has the same amount of protein as three eggs, but I have to do none of the cooking and none of the cleaning. So you toss some fruit on there, berries especially, they uh, have a high glycemic index or low glycemic index, sorry, so they break down little by little, you get those sugars working through your body for hours on end. And breakfast is so important. It is important to make sure that you're eating something with nutritional value instead of just skipping it and just thinking about it. Like we said, 10 minutes, five minutes even for breakfast, just plan it out, get the ingredients in your house, and then like you're so much more likely to to do it, to do the damn thing. Shout out to all the moms out there who get up before their families to start making breakfast, sometimes before the sun even comes up. I know 
both of our moms were amazing at doing that. And we definitely did not appreciate all the work they put in when we were kids. But it's pretty awesome how moms love and care for their families in that way. They are like the OG meal prep. Right. And they set the bar so high. We mm-hmm. used to not let them down. Now, we would be kicking ourselves if we didn't bring up this last meal prep hack. And that is meal prep for your dog. For your doggo. That's right. Daisy girl, she is a sweetheart, but she is getting up there in age. She's got some gray whiskers around her face. And we noticed around six years old or so, she had lost some of that puppy energy. So we decided, hey, let's up her food game. Because a lot of people say dry food is dead food. It's just not the nutritional profile that they need to be healthy. So we found this really simple guideline to make food for your dog. And all we do is we put it in the crock pot for a few hours on a weekend Let it all cook itself. You just mix it up, put it in a container. We'll freeze some. It usually lasts for a few weeks. And then we just mix a couple scoops of that into her kibbles. And it has made a huge difference. I mean, what are some of the things that you've noticed? Well, Nate mentioned it when he was visiting. Like, she is softer than she's ever been. Mm -hmm. She just looks fluffier. Like, her coat is thriving. It's definitely not greasy at all like some dogs get. I think her dander's gone down. We definitely noticed a change in her energy and her her mood as well. She seemed a little happier, a little bit peppier. You know, I'm not saying she's back to that one-year-old puppy energy, Mm -hmm. but she's definitely gotten some of that pep back in her step. And Daisy's a dog that's never been, like, super food motivated. So it's really exciting for me to see her get excited about mealtime like the cat does, Hazel, because it's not something I've ever seen before. You know, she's not excited about kibbles and... The fact that we can elevate her experience with food by doing this. And, I mean, I just feel like she thinks we love her more since we've been doing this. Like, it's like, wow, you're such a good girl. Like, we want you to get the best. She and is it's a good just, girl. You're she right. is. And it's just, like, a way to, like, let her know, like, we love you so much. And, like, we want you around as long as possible. So we're willing to do anything we can to, like, make that happen. So if you want to try this for your dog... The basic guidelines you want to use are just about 75% of the crude weight of what you're making should be animal protein. So we've used chicken breasts, chicken thighs. We've used those big turkey breasts that you can buy at the grocery store. We even did pork one time. That being said, the pork was a little stinky. But anyway, after the 75% of animal protein, you want to go to 15% veggies. For that, we've used things like carrots, celery... There's a lot of other things you can find online. Just check in and see what is healthy and what is not for your dog. You don't want to mix something bad in there. And then the last 10%, you can put some carbs in there. So for her, we'll use sweet potatoes, maybe some brown rice or some ancient grains. Just a little bit in there to give her those carbs because dogs naturally shouldn't be eating that much. And of course, their kibble gives them much more than they normally would have in the wild. So 75% protein, 15% vegetables, 10% carbs. And if you really love your dog, what I like to do is put a little splash of beef stock on top, give that nice hearty flavor as well. So as you can see, we are big on meal prep, not just for us, but also for our pup. So give it a try, use some of these guidelines, do some research on your own and see what you'll enjoy. And don't be afraid to just hop on the internet and look for inspiration. We're not asking you to pull these recipes out of your butt. We don't do that. It's tough. You have so many resources with the internet. Talking about Daisy's meal prep really gives me a good transition to transition right over into our dog of the week. 
We absolutely love dogs, and I love having this segment on our podcast. Yeah, we do. <laughs> this week's dog of the week is going to be Socks the Doggo. Socks and his owner, Mike, absolutely have a wonderful and beautiful bond. Uh, you can check out their story on Instagram at the underscore bike underscore dog. That kind of spoils things for you guys. Socks and Mike absolutely love to go on motorcycle rides together. They are a dynamic duo. They have been to 43 states, 43 national parks, and just over 100 national forests together. What? What? I know, I'm right? Jealous. Imagine all the memories that these two have. Imagine all the sniffs that dog has had. Yes. On the motorcycle, just getting smacked in the face with all those different scents. Right? And, I mean, you have to go pull up their Instagram, like, seeing socks with the helmet, the goggles, <laughs> and imagine this. Like, he just kind of sits on his hind legs, puts his paw over uh, Mike's left shoulder, and, like, is just, like, nose in the air sniffing. Or, like, if it's a longer ride and Socks gets a little tired, he'll put his head on the sh- on Mike's shoulder as well with Aww. his paw. It's the cutest shit I've ever seen. That's awesome. <laughs> now that Socks has battled two different types of cancer, he's in remission, he's a little older, he's ten and a half, and it's a little tough for him to go on these longer rides. He does get tired. So what Mike and his dad have done is they created a box that is like a trailer towed behind the, the motorcycle where socks can chill. So they have this little slogan where they say that they're going to go for a ride and it'll be Mike on the bike and socks in his box. Oh my God. That is perfect. <laughs> it's absolutely heartwarming. Uh, please go ahead and check them out. The underscore bike underscore dog. It'll bring some joy to your day. I know I have some of our fans I know in my head who are going to absolutely love this story. They're going to relate so hard to this and they might actually try to recreate it. I hope they do. All right. It is that time of week. It's time for the professional millennials podcast game show known as turn up or throw up. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. Number one. Meal kit delivery services. Ooh, this is a good one. So, I guess you guys don't really know that we have some experience with Blue Apron. Yep. It was a good experience until it wasn't. So, my overall answer for this is going to be throw up. <clears throat> because... You can just meal prep on your own and it's cheaper. Yeah. The cost, I think, was the one that turned us away because they'd have some weeks where there weren't many good options, but there was like a burger and you're going to pay 10 bucks a plate for a burger when it would be like a couple of bucks for the ground beef and like less than a dollar for the buns and all the toppings and everything. So it's a nice place to start if you're new to meal prepping or if you're not great at cooking, it walks you through it. But once you have your feet under you, not really necessary. 100% agree with you there and the nice thing about it was that we did do it for a while it gave us some ideas we were able to keep the recipes so maybe start off with it cancel it once it becomes too expensive and then you yeah you have that little recipe book from them because they do have some nice ideas but also like some more intense ingredients you can't really find as easily and stuff like that speaking of the price point if you know somebody who is currently using 
one of those milk it delivery services they usually have promotions where you can give away a free trial to a friend we did that multiple times with blue apron mm -hmm. so ask a friend maybe they can send you one to try if you like it do it for a little while if not hey you just got free food and keep in mind they only give you about three meals for the week so you still have to meal prep on your own so bottom line throw up do it yourself because you can do it you can do it you can do it. <laughs> we believe in you. All right. Adult Lunchables, a.k.a. Charcuterie to Go. Oh, my God. Turn up. They're so good, especially the Hillshire ones. I was going to say, it's like my favorite. Wow, those are tasty. Even the P3, which is like protein. It's like nuts and cheese. And and one of them I got has yogurt-covered blueberries. So it's like, mm -hmm. you got a little dessert after the salty. You got your little sweet. It's a little awesome. A little salty, a little sweet, a little protein. Mm -hmm. mm. Good stuff. All right, meal prepping two times a week. Oh, what do you mean? You didn't get it all taken care of in your first one? Some people prefer to keep it fresher, so they'll do it maybe like a Sunday and a Wednesday or something like that. Throw up. The whole point of meal prepping is to be set for the week. Who has time to run to the grocery store on Wednesday after work? I sure as heck would not want to do that. Yeah, I think there's also ways that we talked about to keep things fresher so you don't have to do it twice a week. Again, you can keep some things separate is going to make it last a little longer or maybe toss a few things into the freezer and then pull it out the day before so you're ready to go. I would say that would only really apply if you're like trying to do some sort of like fresh seafood or something that you want to pick up like last minute from the store as fresh as possible. All right, how about using the grill to meal prep? turn up especially with the charcoal grill it just adds another layer of flavor dimension that really elevates your meal you can do so much or so little on the grill you just have a lot of options yeah i think sometimes people when they're doing meal prep feel like the flavors get bland but like that's a great way to add flavor i had some brisket the other day that i reheated and it smelled like there was a smokehouse in the microwave and then it billowed out into the whole room so Lots of flavor getting locked in when you're using that charcoal. All right. Number five, how about using leftovers as meal prep? Turn up. You know, why would you let nice leftovers you've paid for at a nice restaurant go to waste if you have a way to incorporate them? I'm not saying this always applies, but why not do that if possible? Yep. Great choice. Number six, microwaving fish throw up don't do it don't be that guy at work don't be that guy oh i had a friend when we were in our clinic rotations in school who brought in some salmon and it was like more than once and the whole kitchen just smells like a meat market yeah that's almost as bad as when you created a fire in your ramen bowl all right this is not the fire guy episode it's the meal prep episode just saying don't throw shade if you can't take it all right moving on <laughs> How about one pan meals? Turn up. Dishes are everybody's least favorite part. If you can minimize how many things you're getting dirty, that is a win. I'm a fan of not only one pan on the stove, but one sheet in the oven. You can do a lot of different things. Um, keep in mind, you can always marinate things ahead of time to get extra flavor. And a lot of times if you do something like a fajita meal you can toss the chicken breast in between the onions and the peppers and everything and all that flavor from that just intermingles and moves around so you're gonna get all that locked in even more flavorful than you would have if they were separate and then put together later on 
Mm-hmm. And especially with roast vegetables, that's something where you can constantly change up your seasonings and the variety of the vegetables you're using to keep things fresh and exciting. You know a great way to roast vegetables? On the grill. On the grill. One of our favorites. That's a little pro tip for y'all out there. Now, how about chicken thighs? Turn up. Chicken thighs are so tender and flavorful. I know we just talked about that hot chicken place and like their dark meat chicken thighs were probably the tastiest part. Like you just can't beat the tenderness that you get there, especially if you marinate them, cook them on the grill. I mean, you can just do so many different things with chicken thighs. We even use chicken thighs as our chicken of choice when we do like chicken pot pie meals. We've just kind of moved away from the chicken breasts unless we're doing like cutlets, honestly. Mm-hmm. Moving on to number nine, chicken breasts. Still a turn up. They're, they're good. Okay. I like them th- like thin sliced, pounded out, put some panko and parmesan and seasonings and fry them up. Mm-hmm. But they're pretty tasty like that. Oh, but yeah. otherwise, I'll say, you know, chicken thighs are the best. They definitely have their place. But like you said, our go-to for chicken has become thighs, especially with meal prep. If you get a little crisp on it, that texture's a whole lot better than the breast that can become kind of dry and it's not as good reheated. But that little extra bit of fat, when you have to reheat it, really adds a great texture oh yeah and then you can get your three pack at costco of organic chicken thighs and you're like yes i'm doing things right the final turn up or throw up this week using steak for meal prep turn up steak is just something that's delicious when you first make it and it it does reheat relatively well it's it's definitely a huge turn up for me we even have used it a lot without reheating it if you want to make a steak salad you can Make a big piece, like I said, get that cheap cut of meat, throw it on the grill so all the flavor is locked in, and then just slice off little pieces throughout the week so that large piece of meat keeps a lot of the juiciness and the flavor in there instead of slicing it up into small pieces, having it dry out, and not taste as good. So that's been something that's, I think, great for us. Yeah, flavor town. Well, that was the 11th time we have done Turn Up or Throw Up. Wonderful job. Can't wait to have you back on this game show. As always, we like to keep our deal of the week on theme with the topic. So what we found for you is on Amazon, you can get a Hamilton Beach Professional Metal Stand Mixer with the specialty attachment hub for just $124.99. Now we use our mixer a lot. It's great to mix up doughs. It's great to shred meats. Like if you make a big pork shoulder in the Instant Pot or if you want to make some shredded chicken, or if you want to make some whipped cream to top a dessert. We've even used it to grind meat. Pro tip, if you're trying to make the best turkey burgers ever, grind some bacon into it. Makes it next level. So that being said, if you want to try out a stand mixer, but you don't want to shell out the big bucks for something like the KitchenAid, this Hamilton Beach stand mixer with all the different attachments is only $124.99 on Amazon. So check it out and level up your meal prep game. Level up. To finish up our episode this week, time to brighten things up with a story. So many young kids these days are obsessed with YouTube, from just watching shows to exploring and finding new hobbies to watch. It's a big part of kids' lives. This story we're talking about stars Miguel and his 13-year-old daughter, Ileana. She was so interested in YouTube, her 
her father, Miguel, was pushing her to start her own YouTube channel. Ileana does suffer from autism, and she said, quote, I can't do it because I have autism. Miguel felt heartbroken when he heard that, thinking that she wasn't able to do something she was really excited about because of her autism. So he worked with her to transform his man cave into a uh, room where it's called now Toy Quest 101, which is actually their YouTube channel that they've created. Uh, It's dedicated to reviewing pop culture while empowering other children like Ileana to achieve their goals despite whatever obstacles they may face. I have goosebumps right now. (laughs) Seriously? Yeah, it's such a great story. It is. It's heartwarming. It's just you know, a dad's love for his daughter, wanting to encourage her to do whatever she puts her mind to. Their vision is to bring awareness and promote a culture of acceptance where all kids with autism and special needs can be empowered to do what they set their mind to. I absolutely love this vision, and I love that they just want to encourage kids to do whatever they put their minds to. Well, thank you for joining us again for this week's episode of the Professional Millennials Podcast. Big shout out to our listeners in the US, Germany, Australia, India, and Spain. We love that this podcast is reaching people around the world. It means a lot to us. As always, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and more being added all the time. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you if you've left us a review, and we will be back with you guys next week. Stay tuned.